life to Grace Chapels. We are so honored that you have decided to join us in receiving God's love and embrace us for your lives today as we continue to focus prayers for our nations on love and unification each and every opportunity. Why, family, we are reminding this world that what? Division has ended at the cross. Say it with me. Division has ended at the cross. It is a love and unification. Unification in the love of God that shall progress and proceed over our lives each and every opportunity. I am so excited for this today. And before we begin, we want to encourage you as always to declare our grace travels affirmation over our lives. This day, I receive total unification with God's heart that is leading me toward increased revelation and reception of not only God's heart, but God's purpose, God's word, and God's unconditional love, which identifies who I am in Christ Jesus. We are expectant with you, family, today. Today's prayer scripture focus will be coming out of a very familiar verse, a very familiar chapter, rather, Romans 8, and we're coming out of verses 15 and 16. Again, today's prayer scripture focus will be coming out of Romans 8, verses 15 and 16. We will be reading from the Amplified Version, and of course, we will be referring back to our original Greek translation. Romans 8, 15 and 16 reads, For you have not received a spirit of slavery, leading again to fear of God's judgment, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons, the spirit-producing sonship by which we joyfully cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies and confirms together with our spirit, assuring us that we as believers are children of God. We have not received a spirit of bondage or slavery, again leading to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons and daughters of the spirit producing sonship by which we joyfully cry, Abba, Father. And I'm going to go straight away. You know what? When I referenced this scripture verse, I typically think of Romans 8 and 28. And we know that all things work together for the good of them that love God to them who are called according to his purpose. Yes. But let me tell you, Romans 8, I encourage you as always to go back in your God and me moments and read Romans 8 in its entirety for the blessings that you going to continue to receive over your lives. But today I thought about this scripture verse because this is a season that we're in right now. It's a very familiar season. It comes around every year around this time. And I don't quite get the thrill of it all. That's a great word to use probably because I have found out over the years I realized that I don't like fear. I don't find the fun in fear. I just don't. I've never have, even when it comes to entertainment, such as movies, I am the one that will find the cheesiest movie that you could find, and I will be so very happy. Or at the amusement parks, I am the one that's going to find the teacups. and the rides that where you have to be half of my size to ride. But I thought about this 
scripture verse when it speaks of fear you have not received a spirit of slavery leading again to fear of God's judgment but you have received the spirit of adoption yes adoption mm-hmm. and so we're going to go straight away to our original Greek word of the week and one of them is for adoption and it's described here as a couple of meanings a couple of definitions one being that relationship which God was pleased to establish between himself and the Israelites in preference to all of the other nations it is also defined as the nature and condition of the true disciples in Christ who by receiving the Spirit of God into their souls become sons of God, daughters of God, and three, the blessed state looked for in the future life after the return of Christ from heaven. All of those, I don't know about you, but all of those are just speaking blessings over my life. You know what? I am proud to call God my Abba, Father, and I love that they use that here, Abba, Father. It is something that actually Jewish culture embraces. It's like the most intimate way, right, that you can address your father. It's just a beautiful word. And so here, of course, we're going to delve into that opposite word over there, that word that we were speaking of just earlier, and that is the word for fear. And the original Greek word used here for fear is known as phobos, phobos. And it stands for intimidation, flee, separate, and withdrawn. Oh, all of the words which really do speak to bondage, right? It really does speak to the portion that is not Christ. It is not truth, right? To be adopted is to know that you are secure, to know that you are protected, you are safe, you are loved. Nothing could ever pull you away or separate you from the love of God. Come on, that's actually found in Romans 8 as well. I'm just saying, Romans 8 is going to continuously bless your lives, family. All I know is that something beautifully happens, right? And amazing happens when we see God as Abba, as Father, right? There's just something beautiful about that because it's something where we know that we are not perfected, right? But that it is through God, right? There's perfection through God. And in moments, especially when we are feeling inadequate or feeling anxious or anxiety or fearful, doubt, right, or worry, or weakness. God is not seeking our perfect words or even perfect selves, right? Because he is the perfected one, yeah? And so it's so beautiful to know that we are not coming before a judge. We're coming before Abba, Father. He embraces you, family. He loves you just for who he has designed you to be, for who you are. You know, I'm always going to research something, but I was 
researching something known as the Pygmalion effect, right? And it's just a phenomenon where uh, higher expectations lead to higher performance. It's very interesting, very interesting. But it caused me to consider whether the same could be true, right? When referring to fear, when referring to doubt and worry and anxiety. And it's interesting because there's been research that was just basically concluding that when we expect certain behaviors of others, we are likely to act in ways that make the expected behavior occur, like it's going to happen. There is even some studies where a group of elementary uh, teachers were provided with information that was not true, actually. <laughs> Falsified information, actually. Um, but information that made the standpoint that certain students were just extraordinary and advanced in their studies. They were just like really had this amazing talent and potential. Okay, again, all not true, but they were told this, the teachers were told this, and by the end of the year, it was interesting because those students had a significant increase in their performance compared to the rest of the class. There was some kind of IQ test that they took pre and then post, right? But really interesting, when we expect certain behaviors of others, we are likely to act in ways that make the expected behavior occur. Interesting theory, but it really made me think about fear. It really makes me think about receiving God's love, the perfect love, which is, right? It is our Lord, perfect love that casts out fear. And you know, that's still word of God. You know, we always gonna go ahead and refer to the word here. That's First John 4 and 18. But so beautiful to see that because Jesus loves you, right? These are life into hope and expectation of goodness and mercy and grace and truth and life and peace, right? All the things that identify with the heart of Christ for you, for the mind of Christ for you, for the life of Christ in you, working through you, right? So no even thinking of uncertainty and doubt or doubting of the identity in which God has created you to be right? No more of that anxiety. It is that expectation from Christ. I know we say that often here, but it is that. It is through the identity through Christ. And when we identify with him being our, our Abba Father, something amazing is just happening in your spirit, in your soul, in your body. Yes, even your body's healing going forth, right? When we believe, when we receive that truth, when we receive the truth of being oh, just beloved son, beloved daughter, Yes. So I want to encourage you to believe that God loves you. He loves you unconditionally, right? Just see him welcoming you, embracing you, right? With outstretched arms, run into his embrace. You can absolutely rest in the healing love, the perfected love for you. It shall dispel any 
fears, any anxieties, any doubt, uncertainty, insecurity in the name of Jesus. And we're going to pray right now. Heavenly Father, we thank you now for just your immense love for our lives. It is unconditional. It is redemptive. It is absolutely covering every portion of our lives in the name of Jesus. Physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, we are safe in your arms. We are safe in your love for us. Thank you for calling us sons, daughters, beloved heirs to the kingdom of God. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for embracing us, our hearts, our minds, our spirit, our souls today. As we receive you, as we become even the more aware of our sonship, of our daughtership. We thank you, God, for our identity in you, through you. Thank you, Jesus, for just continuing to allow for nothing to have any effect on our lives. No evil and no infirmity shall befall or come near us. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you now as we rest in your truth, your promises, your peace and strength. We thank you, God, for your love and for your healing for Jesus going forth in every area of our lives. We thank you for success in every area of our lives, the prosperity in every area of our lives and we thank you now for just revealing your truth revealing your mind your heart your love your word your will and your way in jesus name we pray amen say god loves you so very much i know we cannot speak that and declare that and remind you of that enough But he loves you so, so very much. And so do we. God's blessings upon blessings over your lives, family. And grace travels to you.